0: Right here, I'm coming after Mahomes. My season's on the line. Cover zero, man-to-man. Put Hamilton on Kelsey, which he is right there, and see who wins. He's coming, he's coming.
1: He gets the protection.
0: He goes long, and on his back to ice is Marquez Valdez-Scanpling for the second straight week. He catches a long ball. He had two of them against the Bills. 32 yards tonight. Unbelievably aggressive call. Only Mahomes and Andy Reid. And they didn't blitz up the middle. And they gave him enough time. Congratulations, Patrick. We're doing this again. Yep. All the talk all year about your receivers not coming up clutch throughout the season. Take us through that final pass there to MVS to seal the deal and send you to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they brought everybody. Um, they were going to challenge us, and the guys stepped up and made plays. I mean, God put us a lot of adversity in our way this year, and we accepted the challenge, and we're better for it. I mean, it's uh, it's been a heck of a year. We're not done yet, but this is the, this is the way to get there. Speaking of challenges, you were told last week that you couldn't win on the road and then you come in here underdogs. We spoke. You gave me that look. I'm sure that added extra motivation, the satisfaction that you get from headed to your fourth Super Bowl in six years. Yeah, no, it's been a heck of a year. Um, We've been underdogs for the last few games, um, but we never feel like underdogs. Uh, we got a lot of guys on this team that know how to win. Um, when the playoffs came around, I knew we were going to make it happen. And uh, now we're in the Super Bowl, and the job's not done. we got to go out there into Vegas and uh, play a great team and see if we can go out there and get the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Enjoy it. We'll see you out there. I appreciate you. Oh, what a day it's been in the NFL, the conference championships. So we welcome you back to Sports Day for Nutrien Ag Solutions. Going further, for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Bryce, the... Kansas City Chiefs, uh, even though they're defending Super Bowl champions, uh, 11 and 16, their record for the year coming into this, they're taking on the one seed, the Baltimore Ravens, who are 13 and 4. All the stories during the year about, as we heard there in the highlights, uh, all thanks to CBS and Paramount Plus, that their receivers were going to let them, had been letting them down. They were dropping a lot of passes, and and you know Mahomes is going to have to do it all himself. Well. They came up big and they denied the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson didn't have his greatest game. Patrick Mahomes, what more can you say? And Travis Kelsey, 11 targets, 11 receptions, a touchdown, 116 yards. Uh, It was a phenomenal day. And then it was the Lions getting uh, just falling short. They got such a great start. Three scores, they were in front by uh, over the 49ers. The 49ers just had a great second half, but... We're going to have a chat to a man who knows a lot more about it than you and I. Um, he does a lot of work covering the NFL for Fox Sports, uh, ESPN. Max Lawton's been good enough to jump on. Maxie, hello. Pleasure to be with you guys. Um, what a day. I mean, this, it was low scoring in the the Chiefs and Ravens, but you just watching that, and I was keeping an eye on it as I was on the golf course today, but we, myself and Braden, who are sort of keeping an eye on it all, you just kept thinking the Ravens will come back, the Ravens will come back, the Ravens will come back, I just never did.
2: No, and, and that's been the story of them in the playoffs, Is wondering, will they finally get over the hump? They've been there so many times, and the, the idea of Lamar Jackson is he's this incredible regular season quarterback. Maybe he gets hurt, but he gets there, and they just can't get it done. And again, it happens. And it's not just him is the problem. It's the whole offense thing. They did not run the ball as well as they have all year and as much as they have all year. And because they fell behind early, Kansas City scoring on their first two drives, Proves to be enough. So they can't play their own game. They can't run with their star running backs and with Lamar. And they score 10 points and it doesn't prove enough because the Chiefs, who for so long have been an offense first team with Mahomes, finally have a defense that is top 10 in the league and it's working for them and it does enough to keep the Ravens, who were probably the best team all year, to 10 points. They lose a playoff game at home. They lose the AFC title game. And it's just Mahomes again. Like it would have been the easy pick preseason. And it all works out for
1: them. Hey, Max, what did you make of the scuffles before the game between the Ravens and the Chiefs?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's staggering. You, you can understand, you know, it's a height, heightened environment. They're so desperate to finally make it. it, it you know, it's a little bit odd, but these, these things happen. And it's, well, it was the biggest game of the day because the other game, it, you felt like the Niners were the huge favourites, but it could have gone either way with Chiefs-Ravens and, and, and it ends up going the Chiefs way just...
1: Will anything come of it?
2: I don't know. It'll be a huge amount to come with it. No, these, these things. That, like the NFL in this weird situation where they have these moments and maybe things come of it. But then during the game, you do one little celebration and you get a huge taunting penalty. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with that.
1: No, it's hard to read it. And, well, the Ravens did pretty well in the second half. They kept Kansas City scoreless, and mm. but they just weren't able to put a score on themselves. It was just a stalemate all the way through.
2: Yeah, like that was the thing. Kansas City sort of realized at some point that, like an NBA team, when they shorten their bench in the playoffs, let's just focus on our star guys. So you've got Pacheco running the ball, you've got Kelsey making 11 catches, as you said, Rasheed Rice being a reliable target, and then Mahomes, and that ends up being enough. And because Lamar and the Baltimore offense just didn't get going, it never really worked. they I had a nice day, but... Otherwise, not enough. And it's a Mahomes Super Bowl appearance with like four or five that he's made now. It's a remarkable record, proving that sometimes all you need is the best player in the NFL to make the Super Bowl finally enough. Are
0: we getting a bit carried away um, when we are trying to make these comparisons so far between Mahomes and Brady, putting Mahomes up in the goat chat? I mean, he's got two Super Bowls. You know, um, Peyton Manning got two Super Bowls. Um, Eli Manning got two Super Bowls. <laughs> Um, Tom Brady's won seven. Now I'm a long-suffering New York Jets fan, so I don't particularly like giving much credit to the Patriots uh, <laughs> if I can avoid it. But do we, we we jump very quickly into these debates, don't we? Where we, you know, mm. Mahomes is phenomenal, and he may very well be there by the time his career's ended. But why are we having the chat now? Well, he's on the pace,
2: right? That's the only way you can get to Brady is to start an in incredible fashion, and he has started a career in an incredible fashion. And, you know, playoff games like this can be fluky. The fact that the Chiefs had to go on the road for the first time mm. in the Mahomes era, beat the Bills away, and beat the Ravens away, two of the five best teams in the league easily this year, that builds his resume almost as much as winning all these post games at Arrowhead instead. That's what is so impressive to me. And, yeah, look, it's a bit fluky when you get in the playoffs. You know, the Ravens' offense would have scored more than 10 points pretty much every week this, this season, but they don't this time. And that helps Mahomes' case. And if he does get over the line in the Super Bowl in two weeks' time, then look, maybe you don't love it, but you have to start making the argument that he's going to be the closest thing to it, certainly this generation of quarterback.
1: Max, I want to know, um, because I thought the fairy tale was on, um, but what were you thinking when the Lions yeah. were two touchdowns ahead of the 49ers today?
2: It was. They were doing everything right to win that game as the big underdogs they were because the Niners' offense is so good. So anytime you get a chance to get ahead of them like that, it works because then you're relying on the arm of Brock Purdy and he has been very good all season, but you don't want him to be forced to throw the ball and win the game. And yet it worked. The thing with the Lions that I loved is that they recognized, even when they were up 14 points, that, hey, We need to go for it on fourth down. We need to take risks because we are the underdog. They played like it. And so they just took the decision not to take the three points, not to kick a reasonably makeable field goal that would have put them up 17. They go for it on fourth down. They just have these blunders on these key plays, fumbles, catches that don't work for them, and then catches off the the helmet that work for the Niners going the other way. So you have three or four plays that really swing the game. But they were so, so close. It was so heartbreaking for them because they have been the most long-suffering team you can possibly think of. But in the end, the Niners' offense was unstoppable in the second half with 27 points after halftime. is enough to to get them to the title game finally.
0: Is it just back to regular programming now for Detroit? I mean, was it one out of the bag for them, or do we think that they've got the pieces in place that they can make a, a good run again next season?
2: They've got a very young core, which you really like to see. They've got a lot of places coming out of contract, but They've built this team in such a weird way where they haven't gone with conventional wisdom. Like taking Jameer Gibbs, the running back, in the first round of the draft last year was crazy to me because David Montgomery, who they have in the roster, is a great running back. And he had a great day against the 49ers. But Gibbs just adds that X factor in the offense that, look, it's weird taking a running back that early in the draft because you can get a really good one late in the draft as well. But sometimes that X factor does get you over the line. So this is the flip side of that now. You've spent that asset on a difficult product to get the most out of because running backs can be so fungible. So we'll see if it works for them. Goff had a re- Jared Goff has had a great career resurgence with them. He's playing a lot better than he ever did with the Rams, even when he got them to, to the Super Bowl. But, you know, it's going to be so tough in going NFC where the Niners are going to be good for a long time. The Eagles should be better. The Cowboys eventually will win a playoff game. Uh, so it will be tough to get back there. But, you know, it's a promising call for them.
1: Well, yeah, it is. Um, but even in that NFC North uh, part with the Green Bay Packers and their young group and Jordan yeah. Love, it, it's not going to be presented in this way. I know mm. it was a Cinderella story and we're, we're all, uh, except if you're a San Fran fan, you, everyone was going for the lines. But uh, it, it's not going to be easy to get back there straight away.
2: No, the Packers are definitely coming. They had one of the youngest offenses we've seen in decades mm. and it almost got them they got they beat the Cowboys they almost beat the Niners arguably should have last week which yes. have been an incredible NFC title game but I, I think Dan Campbell was really honest in his press conference the Lions coach talking about how hey you know we're not going to get this chance because next year everyone will know we're coming and it's a different thing it's a different mindset when you are the hunted rather than the hunter even just making the NFC title game will make them a target and you know Jordan Love's you know, long-suffering Packers fans like myself, it's unfortunate we might have a 3rd generational quarterback to watch.
0: <laughs> How good what is it, Max? Game. Oh my God. <laughs> Long-suffering, Max. Yeah, please, yeah. You, you won. <laughs> uh, you won a Super Bowl in 2012. You're not long-suffering. 1969 was the last time the Jets won. Detroit have never won one. Just get your nameless back, and they'll win another one. It's
2: fine. No, it's. it's uh, it's it's very tough for Pakistan, you know. so, But look, they're going to be good again. <laughs> the Vikings should improve once yeah. they get their QB situation. The Bears, you know, getting to what, 8-9 and nine this year was shocking and they've got a really interesting decision at the top of the draft. That's going to be suddenly a loaded division. Yes. So that's another problem for the Lions to deal with.
0: I, I found it really interesting that the trend um, where in the era of, you know, there's never been more done to protect quarterbacks. They've never mm. had it better. Mm. Uh, there's never been more done to protect wide receivers. You know, they've never had it better. So the game has made and put rules into place so that we are seeing long throws, you know, getting down the field, you know, quarterbacks connecting with receivers. But it's I reckon the trend in, in these playoffs has been that the games have been won on the ground by the running game. I think yeah. so much work has been put into coverage of wide receivers that it's almost sort of flipped back the other way, that if your running game is powerful, then it is such an advantage. And and I reckon that's where we're seeing most of the scores come in this playoff series. The, the stats, I think, would back that up. Today's certainly do. So when you have a look at the running game, you know, Chris McCaffrey ran in another two today. I mean, they've certainly it, – it's a strange setup. the two offences of both the teams, Max. You've got hmm. the elite superstar quarterback – you know, the aging tight end and question marks over the receiving core who have had a case of the dropsies throughout the year, got it right for playoffs, but will it rear its head again? On the other side, you've got the incredible weapons that San Fran have got and these multifaceted players like Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and then a little question mark over the quarterback because when he has a bad game, it's a real bad game. They're almost the mirror image of each other. So when you look at them on paper, the running game so powerful, so important. Who's got the advantage?
2: Well, so the, the Niners' offense is, uh, defense, rather, the run defense, has been talked up all year. The problem is it only looks good on paper because they never have to defend the run because they're always ahead and everyone's having to pass to catch up to them. So the line really got beat up quite a bit by the Lions' running game in this NFC title game. It's why they were ahead so well and Montgomery and Gibbs were so impressive. So if the Chiefs are going to have a chance in the Super Bowl, and I'm leaning Niners for my tip so far, but if they're going to have a chance, it's not going to be Mahomes being incredible. It's going to be Isaiah Pacheco running over the top of them. If the Chiefs running game does get going, that gives them a real shot. If they get into a positive game state where they're ahead, they can run the ball down instead of having to uh, pass with Mahomes. It should still work, but it's it's still more risky. And then you're forcing Brock Purdy to pass the ball again. And the Niners have come back the last two playoff games but you still want to force them to be in that state. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. The running game has improved. I think a lot of that is it's been an offense-minded NFL for five, ten years now. And now defenses are finally trying to work out how you confuse the quarterback. These things, sim pressures are the big thing this year where you can't tell how many guys are going to actually run at the quarterback before the snap happens and then they drop back into coverage. It's really confusing. Some guys, it's really working for a lot of teams. And if that does get working against Brock Purdy in that Super Bowl it's not going to confuse Mahomes. It might confuse him. And there's stuff like that where you need to run the ball if you going to win the
0: title. Uh, Max Lawton, are you getting sent over there to cover it for Fox Sports? Are you getting to go to Vegas?
2: I get a few junkets, but none like that, unfortunately, no. Oh,
0: we'll be watching, be watching it in a couple of weeks' time uh, like the rest of us. But it's uh, a replay of Super Bowl 54, which was um, Mahomes' first that he won uh, for the 2019 season. Yep. And, and again, it was a similar situation that... Under Kyle Shanahan, who had just got there, the 49ers, with all these weapons, this great defence, but a question mark over the quarterback. It was Jimmy Garoppolo then. It's Brock Purdy now. And then the genius, the artist that is uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's shaping up to be another thrilling conclusion to a great season. We'll we'll chat to you about it when it comes around in a couple of weeks. Cheers.
2: Looking forward to it. Cheers, guys.
0: Good on you, Max.